0: Let's look death in the face and say, whatever, man. Let's make our own luck. What do you
1: say? Episode 120. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time
0: Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so.
1: It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10 I'll be there in 10 Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car.
0: Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube, your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. There is no way I pay more than $4 for a comic. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill.
1: So you guys went to the Sci-Fi Expo without me?
0: We tried yes, desperately Yes we did
2: <clears throat> What We tried to get you to go But no You had <laughs> Commitments mm-hmm. You was, had
1: Yeah Is there pre, nothing Free
2: uh, What's the word I'm looking for
1: um, I already had a, Lame a, uh, Engagements lame. And You had A prior engagement mm, Prior that's I was what actually
2: looking, looking, for. looking for prior
1: mm-hmm. so, Yeah I was looking like for a Sean prior engagement. Enga- I had a Sean prior engagement Fantastic I was at Jimmy Buffett
0: Wow, you said Sean Pryor yeah. made me
1: think of our thing Why song.
0: in the world? Why in the world does someone as erudite and sophisticated as yourself, Frank, go mm-hmm. to a Jimmy Buffett show? Do not girls, use the word to be "erudite" an because
2: I do not know what it With, means. Okay. Girls,
0: it's a, it's a compliment. Girls. girls, mainly. Girls,
1: girls, girls.
0: Episode one twenty at hey! Buffett.
1: Yes, they have nothing better to do, do they? No. <laughs> it was well, fun. It, it was it was a lot of fun. But at this episode, really, did you go bro, into the concert? No, I never. Cake. I never went did to the. P- you just stay in the parking lot. I ne- yeah, I stayed in the pu- pu- brown park. acid. A little brown acid. <laughs> we, <laughs> j- we, I got j- j- there at eight j- in, in the morning. Af- I left at eight at night. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a bad afternoon? <laughs> I have, oh man, I want to get off this roller coaster. There are some cuties, aren't but.
0: And know well, that surprises me, I guess it's like it 's like it was always trip me out is uh, you go out to the lake, you know, especially here in Texas, I mean mm-hmm. you kids up north, maybe maybe you get it, maybe you don 't, but uh down here in the in the southern uh, United States, where you go to the lake and you got lake people it 's weird because you drive lake around culture, you drive around the lake and you don 't get any hint of that lake culture, but if you actually go to the pier one twenty one marina or whatever happens to be in your fair burg, then yeah, all of a sudden there's these people with their boats and, and their flip flops and their Hawaiian shirts and their 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 tans and, you know, their alcohol and their tans yeah. and you know, I'm running out of steam here. But the point <laughs> is that the you got these people who are just entire they they're like mutants. They're totally different human beings. <laughs> And they all have mustaches, all guys. Uh-huh. What, what do you What do you want to say, Zoe, about lake people and boat people? They're very weird. Thank you, Zoe. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. <Zozo>. I believe <laughs> that was the final I mean word. No
1: disrespect, seriously.
0: Yeah, uh, I think believe that was the final word on boat people. Okay. And I'm not talking about you know Cuban you know refugees <laughs> coming to Miami or anything either. Um, well, let's get our sponsorship out of the way. Brad, who oh, is our no. sponsor? I thought we Somebody's might. Somebody's going to get an email. That's what I was going to say. Maybe we need to have <laughs> some positive content before we launch into um, the uh, into the sponsor. So um, sponsor. I, love, um, I love bunnies.
2: Our sponsor, as always, is Discount Comic Book Service, Mail Order Comic Book Service. Comics are getting so expensive nowadays. You go to DCBService.com. You can have them shipped directly to your door. Or your storage facility, or your UPS box, or your place of business, and you could save up to forty percent on Marvel and DC, and sometimes more than that on specials that they have. Sometimes seventy-five percent off of like issue number ones, and which is sometimes totally you get cool fifty percent off like hard covers and it's just awesomeness.
0: And considering um, the last episode, we talked with. Uh, um uh the John, nice gentleman John, John thank yeah. you. Blanking um, about um, the way collectibles go up and about economy and Okay, we just got broken glass. <laughs> Thanks, kids. Appreciate it. That's great.
1: And That's great. Come back soon. Pause.
0: You're both barefoot. You both need to leave
1: was some excitement well, it was fun that was pretty exciting there's nothing but did you, but, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: did did you wrap him
2: up? up in that look at him on purpose did you wrap him up like that on purpose
0: <laughs> pretty much pretty <laughs> much the only thing missing from that scene is the uh the zip ties it's kind of what i'd like to incorporate into uh the next uh, thing yeah yeah i'm about ready to turn uh, turn my children into uh, some performance art don't ask, oh don't. no, somebody's going to get an email. That's what I'm talking about. Bill,
1: a half hour wasted <laughs> yeah, you Send them
0: on, send them on like, <laughs> uh, like right. I'm afraid of that. The
2: broken glass is cleaned up. Before we get <laughs> Allegedly. into the meat of the show, which is <laughs> the recordings that Bill and I did mm-hmm. at Sci-Fi Expo, I just wanted to Tell bring you what, up a couple of things. Um, what
0: the heck is that?
2: Do you remember when we did our Monty Python show and Steve even talked mm-hmm. about the John Cleese co-authored Superman oh, story. Okay. Found this at Half Price Bookstores. Uh, really. Yesterday, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. My goodness. And uh I read it. John Byrne uh is the penciler. Okay. Um Kim Howard Johnson and John Cleese wrote it. Kim Howard Johnson did the first 250 years of yes, Python, Python whatever, yes. 20th, 240 years whatever. Okay. Okay. Um Kim Howard I Johnson. like old John Byrne. Pretty. I like old John Byrne. Okay.
0: As, what's What new John Byrne do you not like? The, oh, sorry. The
2: John Byrne that looks lazy.
0: Okay, yeah. And that looks yeah.
2: cartoony. Yeah. And when he inks himself. I don't believe he I, inked you know himself what? here. I'm with you. I think no, Mark, it doesn't Farmer Mark Farmer, Farmer did. Mark Farmer do it? Yeah. But it's cartoony. Okay. Um, you could argue that it's appropriate for the story. <laughs> okay. But I think it actually would have worked better if yeah. John Byrne had taken it seriously.
0: Because I, I loved, um, you know... The un, the original Uncanny X-Men. Well, well, right. well
1: Brett, I don't even think you mentioned what that but, book was. Did you? It's called Superman True brit mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. it's the story
2: of what would have happened if Kal-El had landed in England and been raised by British parents instead of Smallville, Kansas.
0: Hmm. Um, okay. So it's, it's an it, Elseworlds tale. Yeah.
2: If it was without the Elseworlds brand. Okay. If it was a different artist or if it was, quote unquote, serious John Byrne. Wow. I think I would have liked it okay. better. Okay. Um, I did hear John Byrne's voice every time, uh, or John Cleese. John Cleese's voice every time, Pa. Okay. Superman's dad was yes. talking. I could hear John Cleese's voice. I'm about to say,
0: surely he wasn't named Pa.
2: <laughs> Actually, um, they were Jonathan and Martha. Um, what did he call? <laughs> what did he call them? I mean, Kent is a very good British name. their last name was not Kent. Why?
0: Well, it plays, how into, much, the, it plays okay. into the story. Okay, because how much
2: more British do you yeah, want to get than Kent. Kent? Their last name was Clark.
0: Their and, last oh, name was Clark. Their
2: last name was Clark, and kal Earth first name yeah. was Colin. Okay. Colin Clark, and he calls okay. him Dad. He calls him Dad. He doesn't call him Pa. Okay. Um, Our father. Their, uh, Lois Lane's cousin is... Excuse uh, me,
0: sir. I want some more. <laughs>
2: Lois Lane's cousin is in here, and her name is Louisa. Uh,
1: I, did see, I did see a Jimmy analog, a, a Jimmy. That Olson. does look kind of cartoony.
2: Olson. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's pretty cartoony. And, um,
0: and I totally know what you mean, man. When he did um, Louisa
2: uh, Lane Ferret is the is the
0: <laughs> Louisa Ferret. Ha!
2: I don't get it. Is that a ha. joke, Louisa Ferret? Ha.
0: No, not that I know of. But I think Ferret's a, a bad, a silly last name. name. It's a but very, um, very it's silly name.
2: It's interesting. And then, of course, mm-hmm. oh, and another DC major DC hero Yields. makes an appearance in this. I won't say who it is, mm. but it's... Is it it's, Captain Britain?
1: It's pretty funny. No. But, what does it rhyme with? Fat man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to spoil it,
0: though. I don't. Though. I'm not following.
2: Anyway, um, I would have been very upset had I paid uh, sticker price, but right. I paid half price. Okay. How long ago so did that you come guys, out? Uh, in 2000. Six or four? Two thousand four? Let me look. Okay.
0: Do, 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 so it's actually fairly recent. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's surprising. Um, is that uh, on the back? Is that actually his costume? That's his costume. That's awful in, in Britain. Yeah. that is awful. It is. That's that's. I mean, he's basically wearing the, the
1: British flag. Well, the problem is just right. that
0: my my first impression, and, and this is coming from someone who's been a, a John burnbacker for for uh, generations, <laughs> <but> that <laughs> looks lazy. Back up. Back right.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's every once in a while I see.
0: But I know what you mean. When he started, um, uh, when he started, uh, he he started Alpha Flight uh, during the height of his uh, Uncanny X Men popularity, and I don't know, maybe even that's what he moved on to. But uh, he inked his own Alpha Flight, and it did look a lot uh, sketchier and stuff. The layout, uh, the pencils, and layouts, and you know the way he formatted a page and stuff is still pretty much the same. And then I, I, um, I liked what he did with the Fantastic Four for the most part. But um, but frankly, I was a much bigger fan of the you know Jolt and Joe Sinon and guys like that.
2: That's kind of cool. Here's the uh, the cameo or the appearance mm. of that major character I was telling you about.
0: I don't get what's up with the shovel.
2: That's a cricket bat. <laughs>
1: okay. There you <laughs> go. Look it up if you need to know. You guys are welcome to read this it, it, if you want. It
0: looks like batlash is what it looks like.
1: Um, I thought I, I know you're going to talk about, it, but I thought I'd bring this up. This okay. team, I got this about a year ago. It's Puss yeah. by Dave Sims, and so um. One sim. Uh, Dave Sim. Is that the same dude who did Cerebus? Yes. Okay. And while this book is not a – it's like an Mm -hmm. essay while drawing. Essay! (laughs) Go ahead and (laughs) thumb through it. There are some very elegant, beautiful-looking figures in there. And all he does is talk about drawing in it. It's it's an interesting study. I have that is it, an issue too. Is that a story? No. It's not a story. It's really? just basically him kind of talking about drawing. Wow. And he'll get off on these little tangents and he, he's fascinated with a moment. He talks about about okay. you know, when you're looking at a fashion magazine and you see what is that person thinking at that moment or what is the photographer trying to communicate at that moment. And he he it, the artwork is beautiful in it but there's just not much of a story. You know, if you just want to look at pretty pictures, great buy. If you, you know, there's, but I, I found, I found the writing to be just a little uninteresting.
0: Okay. Um, cause yeah,
1: he, he had some things to say, but it, but it was just kind of, Hey, this is why I like to draw this way. This is, you know, maybe someone who's really into drawing would really get a lot out well, of it. The, I
0: didn't. My, I've, I've seen this, uh, for a long time, uh, this cover. And one of the things I've, Kind of equated it to is it almost feels like kind of Steve Gerberish, kind of a Howard the Ducky kind of thing, where it just it seems like some kind of parody, you know, because just the, you know the the lady on the cover um, is uh, by all accounts she's a a she's a looker, she's a very handsome, I mean, I mean d- these are handsome woman apparently, these are fashion models, but she uh, I've always noticed that she's got totally crossed eyes and uh, now apparently uh, looking closer at it, I didn't realize she was sticking her tongue out either.
1: <laughs> so anyway, just what I bring up. You had one more book, though, right, Brad? Yeah, I was looking for an old episode
2: <clears throat> where you met this guy. His oh, name yeah. David it was Malky. at Staple. The Staple episode. I Who's was that? trying to find it. Um, his name is David Malky. Okay. He does a, a web strip called Wondermark, and this is actually huh. the second volume of A, a, dar- a Dark Horse Hardback. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's okay. it's really cool. You guys need to go to wondermark dot com, and what he does is he takes old public domain pictures, manipulates them in Photoshop, and creates uh, a, a strip, a web panel, web okay. strip. I mean, um, is it
0: sequential? I mean, is, yeah, there, it's is there a linearity to his thinking, or is it just in in each strip? Random? Yeah, okay. there
2: is, um, and it's it's very clever. Uh, like I said, I got this um, from DCB Service. This is the second volume. Huh. Um, It's just, it's really clever. It's very funny. And if you go to YouTube and you search Wondermark, David Malky, he actually has recorded himself, recorded all his activity in Photoshop. Mm -hmm. You can see him actually putting one of these together. And he sped it way up so Mm -hmm. it's fast.
0: Really interesting. Oh, now, what drew you to that first?
1: Well,
2: Frank did mm -hmm. that interview back. um, At Staple last year. Okay. The
1: year before, maybe. Mm Yeah, it was, um, Yeah, too, well, let's see, Staple 2008. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was before that, but anyway, um,
2: it was uh, sounded very interesting when okay. he was talking about it. Cool. And so I, I went to wondermark.com and I looked at the website and fell in love with it. Excellent. And then when the first hardcover was solicited in previews, I ordered it. And again, when the second one uh, was uh, solicited, I ordered it again. And um, there, it's just—it's really clever.
1: Maybe Monty Python-ish. Um, yeah, it's, very random, but with this Victorian cl- uh, clip art type of.
2: Yeah, again, it's it's all public domain. Wow. Um, I, I I think it was public domain. He he
1: said that in the interview. Yeah.
2: And um, you know, uh, some of them are topical. Like in this particular volume, every once in a while you'll see a number down here, a bold number mm-hmm. underneath, and at the beginning of the book there's a key and when you're reading these you get there's two on a page when you're reading it okay this one has a number two so i'm going to go back to the front look at the key and go to number two and it'll tell me what the significance of the 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 pop culture-ish um significance of that subject of that particular Mm -hmm. strip was like just for instance number two right here it says pirates and ninjas were popular before overuse so that, that particular strip <laughs> had something to do with, with pirates and ninjas.
1: Um, as a matter funny.
2: of fact, it's, it's the one on the back of the book mm-hmm. if you wanted to read that. But it's just really cool. I recommend it. Wondermark.com. It's uh, cool. It's very fun. Here that rocks. So
0: I've been reading uh, Green Lantern, so that's that's how far off the beaten path I get.
2: <laughs> I need to bring those, those issues up for you guys. I've got them. You need something yeah. else, too. So, yeah. Um, so Bill and I went to the sci-fi expo. Tried to get Frank to go; he was busy. Yeah. Did and we talk uh,
0: about we talked about Wolverine? Um, didn't we
2: in the in our recorded okay, conversations? Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll just play these things, and um, we were sorry Frank couldn't go, but you know sometimes life gets in the way.
0: Yeah, we were also sorry that Billy Moomy and Michael Hogan couldn't go.
2: That's right. We also talk about. I don't know if we ever mentioned Billy Moomy when we were recording, but yeah. we did talk about how General Ty. Is this Ty? Uh, Colonel Ty, yes, Colonel sir. Colonel Ty, his his plane was late.
0: Yeah, not that well. And, we were only and there course, on
2: Saturday. He was there on Sunday, but we weren't there. We
0: may have mentioned this, but it sprinkled in Texas that Saturday. So, of course, planes coming to DFW couldn't show up anywhere near <laughs> on time. So, way to go, airports. Way to screw things up for more human beings on this planet again. Great job, American, or Delta, or Southwest, or whoever you are. United American. United American cheapskate son of a gun. But all guns. you air
2: traffic controllers that listen to the show, we, we couldn't, you know, this hey,
0: country couldn't function without you. It's not
1: the air traffic controller's fault. It's those idiot airlines. It's the lady who won't let you on the yeah. plane... Yeah, hey, because you're 30 minutes yeah. late. So, why
0: is it that people don't like to fly? Maybe because you the the airline industry have made it as painful and as punitive as possible for the last decade now. You oh, have f- no. Somebody's going to get an email. Yeah, this is going to be an episode <laughs> full of emails I, to Bill. I, I may be already overusing wasted, that apparently. already that clip, but it seems sorry. to be appropriate. I'm, I'm, you know, I just I think that's an appropriate topic to uh, to rant on. So, okay. you know, a, so anyway, you know, it's it, it's not Michael Hogan uh, slash Colonel Ty's fault. He wasn't able to make it. I don't. Nor do I blame the air traffic controllers. Um, uh, I, yeah, uh, you know, Mother Nature. Anyway. But uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, how in the world, you know, I mean, they fly in the snow and in cold weather and stuff up north, but down here in Texas, God forbid it's it's misting or foggy or something, well, we do, you know, I mean, how, it, do, how could you ever get a plane off the ground in those kind of conditions? There could
1: have been some type of diehard two action taking place in the airport. I hope, know, I hope that was it. I hope that was it because last I checked,
0: planes are made to get struck by lightning if need be planes usually fly above the uh the, the storm um so i'm not sure exactly what their excuse was um i just think it was uh once again um i think it was uh, houston hobby or houston international and uh, dfw <laughs> is this conspiring. story no i'm just <laughs> ranting i'm just <laughs> randomly ranting about nothing in particular droning on and on for okay i'm not gonna do that okay um but, yeah, so, yeah, it, it's somebody's fault. It's not Colonel Ty's fault, but dang it, we missed him because he was the one guy that I really, really wanted to see. Well, next
2: so, so, sorry, Jim Dietz of the Legion of Dudes. We we, um, were only available to go Saturday. Apparently, he showed up Sunday, but yeah. neither Bill nor myself could be there. And I'm and sorry.
0: I had a, I had a previously arranged uh, uh matinee baseball game to go to, so I was totally out.
2: And I had work work. Um, yeah, worky work. So, we're going to just – end the show with the rest of these before with these interviews before we do that we need to talk about
1: uh on sunday may 10th at 6 p.m central we will have a live call-in show for the new star trek movie so star trek movie so be sure and call 972-798-3830 maybe we
0: should have moved that up to the top of the show seeing Hmm. as like the next show we do is the next show we do going to be the call-in show i think so we do this yeah, and then next week is the Collins show. Yeah, bright and early Sunday. But we can also put out PM, a, an audio Central note 20. on our feed. Yeah, that's just cool. a reminder. Yeah, that's good. That's good. People listen to the whole show. That's nice. They don't. I just hope so. You know. Well, we're certainly going to find out if they listen to the first uh, twelve minutes of the show or however far <laughs> we're into it.
2: And again, we we probably kissed his butt enough in mm-hmm. our recordings, but Glenn okay. Morshower, Agent Aaron Pierce from Twenty Four.
0: Wow. Just he was, get away from me. He was so cool. Sorry, that was a cat. Yeah, it uh, was a fluffy, very soft He was an extremely kitty.
2: nice guy, and I'm glad that somebody as nice as him is doing as well as he is. Uh, it was, is yeah, doing. it
0: was cool. You, you got the impression that, uh, that uh, these are the kind of success stories you want to hear about. This is the kind of thing that, you know, you know like we, I think we, we talked about with him. I don't know if we talked about it on the, on, the uh, on our discussion, but, uh, you know, the goal of any actor is to be a working actor you know um the professor can verify that um and for him to uh um yeah you know, he for him to be getting busy at this time in his life um you know was really tremendous and you know he's done he's done stuff from star trek next generation all the way up to uh agent aaron pierce and uh we mentioned i think uh what might be coming up in the near future yeah, so we stay about that. tuned so
2: enjoy these um these uh conversations And, again, Frank, sorry you couldn't make it. Oh, well. Now that you have a, quote, unquote, normal job, Mm -hmm. maybe your weekends will be free. Maybe. Congratulations Um, again on the job, man.
1: That's right. No doubt. I'm going to be an editor for Children's Medical. That's awesome. I haven't, as of the recording, I haven't started yet. Are you going to be on Final Cut, editing on Final Cut Pro? No, uh, Avid. Avid. That rocks. And I'm
2: extremely jealous (laughs) because I use a piece of crap that I love. Use Premiere. I wasn't going to mention their name, but, Mm. yeah, all you Adobe Software, engineer, designers out there, you suck. <laughs> because, I'm sorry, but Adobe Premiere Pro,
0: you know, I've I've got a... Uh,
2: there's more Sumer than Pro in the Pro Sumer i Yeah,
0: I've, I've got a, a buddy of mine um, who uh, does stuff uh, um, for the government, and he's been using Premiere for many, many, many years, and he has always liked it. And I've never messed with it, but on the surface, I don't understand why. So, yeah. there you go.
2: I was spoiled using avid for eight years, yeah, <clears throat> all right, so enjoy these um tr- uh, these you know audio files until
0: next week, live long and prosper and uh go check bower
1: Power wasted.
2: Sounds like a podcast. What are you listening to there? <laughs> there?
0: <laughs> listening to someone who's really, really smart and good at comics analysis. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So. That, that's what we're in it for. Hard-hitting, heavy comics analysis at all times. Those guys are good. These guys do sound pretty good. I need to, I need to subscribe to their uh, their RSS feed or however that works out.
2: So we are. Uh,
0: this is Brad, Bill, and I are Hello. in the voice mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never heard it called that. The voice mobile.
2: I'm recording this on high gain, so there's a very good chance it'll sound funny.
0: Okay. I guess that's better than feeling funny.
2: Yeah, maybe I should put on a medium gain.
0: Uh, not I don't a bad know. idea, sir. Of course,
2: perhaps I should monitor it, but I can't monitor it because I don't have my headphones with me. Oh man! I, uh, anyway, what are we doing in the voice mobile? I could have brought uh,
0: some. Um, could have brought some headphones with us. I've got like eight pairs of the house. I got headphones in the back, oh, okay. in the backpack okay, in, the, the, in the, the in the trunk, but in in Milo pack. Next to the body bag. Okay. well, that's, that's where I keep the uh, the ghosts of uh, Christmas past. So, uh,
2: Bill and I are on the way to the great, vast metropolis of Richardson, Texas, oh. for the Sci-Fi Expo, which the uh, the guys that put the Dallas Comic Con on, and they do the Star Wars Fan Days. They uh, they do a Sci-Fi con sci-fi expo uh there's comics and toys and stuff there too but they try to get a lot of like b-list celebrities and uh yeah there's toys we got sage and we got um zoe in the in the back seat we're dropping them off with the professor and then we're gonna go play but um you're excited to meet somebody specific at the at the convention
0: um I'm excited to meet uh, Colonel Saul Ty, if at all possible. Um, what's his real name, Michael Hogan, I think. Um, dang, I forgot. I've got the flyer in the uh, in the living room, and I forgot to throw it in my pocket. So yeah, I might be missing somebody. Isn't the original Boomer supposed to be there also? I don't think so. Oh. However, uh, the, per- the I person can, on
2: me. I can turn this car around. No, don't. Because I want to meet Agent Aaron Pierce. Oh, yes,
0: that's right. He was a late addition, wasn't he? Yeah,
2: and in fact, the website said it was his first American uh, convention. So, I'm wondering... Is he British or
0: something? If he's British, he does a really good southern accent on 24. Well, I mean, you know, it it wouldn't be the first time that a Brit nails an American accent. Though I think the first time we hear an American nail a Brit accent will be the first time. So, the... uh,
2: uh the uh description next to his name says he's been on Star Trek the Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager and Enterprise. So
0: yeah. I don't I don't recall seeing him on there but but we'll always know him as Agent Pierce. Well, I'm sure he uh I'm sure he was a dripping skin alien probably. I think on Next
2: Generation it, it must have been one member of the how phage many, or something. How many episodes of the next generation, did they have those uniforms that they were that they wore in the first season? Did they change after the first season?
0: Uh, the uh, I know by the third season they had definitely changed. Um,
2: the reason I ask is because the picture on the website shows him in one of those old style uniforms,
0: the, the V-neck, the uh, the V-neck jumpsuit. Yeah, I believe yes, okay. I believe that's not not the current. Um, you know Jacket Yeah cause when they When they gave it the uh, Kind of the mock turtleneck look That's when it became a uh, a, a lot better look Or the uh, The banded collar However you want to call it Right That's when
2: the Picard maneuver Started yes. happening that's right. So Put, anyway he's pull your shirt down. He's there He's on He's on He's uh, on uh, um, I mean, he's you know at the convention, looking forward to him. I told my mom because you know my mom and dad watch Twenty Four now. Okay. Of course, it's not Twenty Four; it's the Jack Bauer Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> and so I told my mom and dad that I was going to meet Agent uh, Pierce, and they're like, "My mom's like, oh, tell him that he's my favorite character on that show, next to Jack, of course. Of course. But we have liked his character ever since we started watching. Him. So, he's uh,
0: one of the few innocents in that whole
2: show. <laughs> if he, if he." Uh, is British, and I'm very impressed with his southern accent. So, now, what, why, would they,
0: why would they specify his first American appearance? Is he like, is he doing like the Schwarzenegger, Conan O'Brien thing and doing commercials in like Finland and Japan and stuff? Or, I know not. I, don't know. I guess maybe that might be our uh, no say question, as they
2: say in Mexico.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: I tell you what, tangentially the- related to accents, I watched Transporter 3 last night. Okay. And of course, Luc Besson wrote it because yes. you know he he wrote and directed the, the yes. first one. But anyway, he's a French dude, and the did you see any, any so. of the
0: transporter movies? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the first and I think the second one. You
2: know, well, you know the the French inspector who was a straight man in the yeah Clouseau.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, he was. I wouldn't call him Clouseau in the first movie. He was oh. just a straight non-comedic role. Okay. In the first movie, well, they turned him into Clouseau in the second movie. You know? Oh no. Anyway. So he's in there the There's lots of French People in these movies Obviously And last night In this Transporter movie There was Three actors That were playing Americans Okay One of which I think was an Actual American and okay. The other two Were French guys Trying to do An American accent Oh
0: no I guess it didn't and Work it was, out as well
2: well, it didn't sound, they didn't sound French, but they sounded so un American, even though they were trying to be. It was like they were robots with no accent so at all. Have, no, no inflection. They didn't have outrageous French, French accents. No. But it was like they were trying too hard to be American. Anyways, my yeah.
0: so, own. Uh, well, I've got to get the military out on this, and uh, I will not rest until they have.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: That's my. Uh, my very poor uh, uh, Monty Python uh, uh, Graham Chapman doing an American general accent. Uh, uh, Michael Palin, I like his American accent. Um, I tell you who was uh, who was also awesome um, was uh, uh, Graham Chapman does the best uh, American accents though because they're goofy and funny, but they still register as American. Like uh, when he was uh, was Mister Neutron. You ever see that one? Uh-uh. Oh dear, that's too bad. He. Uh, they were afraid that he was going to blow up the earth with his neutron powers. <laughs> yes. And uh, one of his next-door neighbors was Mrs. SCUM, who, uh, she wanted him to call her uh, Deidre, and he said, no, I'd rather call you Mrs. SCUM, Mrs. SCUM. So, such is the life of comedy in Britain. So, the
2: listeners may be saying, well, where's Frank the Tank? Well, <laughs> at first, I, I thought you know, that I, he I, was I... working today. Is he not?
0: Well, now I'm confused because... Because I told Sash to like hunt him down and find him and, you now
2: I thought he was working. Maybe he's working in the morning and then later on he's going to the other thing that I know he's actually doing today, which is okay. attending the, the uh, parking lot party at the Jimmy Buffett concert.
0: What? Yeah. Well, Frank is not a parrot head. He Tell likes, me he's not.
2: He likes hanging out with the people. With his friends, who are Parrot Heads. okay. So that's where
0: he's going. Uh, so he's just going, is that the Starplex or something? I'm not sure where it is. Hey, good luck with the uh, good luck with the tailgate party on a day like this, by the way. It's a uh, little gray, a little rainy. Not supposed to get much better than that. So, uh, yeah, both those Parrot Heads have umbrellas. A little full, a lot of sap. Or maybe they'll just... Uh, Maybe they'll all be so uh, so inebriated that uh, they can let their smiles be their umbrellas. I think so. <laughs> I don't Maybe think. They
2: Maybe they could just soak.
0: <laughs> Maybe they could just soak too. Yeah. Thank you, Zoe. So, that's
2: oh, anyway. right. Anyway, I forgot. Um,
0: um, my uh, my progeny are in the car also. I've already mentioned that for your listening pleasure. Yeah. Obviously, we're not paying attention. I at was. Some. I must have been daydreaming. We trying to make a left turn into a crowded, uh, crowded three-lane uh, um, subhighway or something. I hear you.
2: All right, so we'll check back in when we get to the, the big show, the really big shoe. The big shoe hour wasted.
0: See, so what I want is I want one of those apps where you can like hum a melody and they'll tell you what song it is. Right, what? We're on the way to the show. Just dropped the
2: kids off at the Tree Hugger convention, and now we're dropping some beats, baby. Is that a is that an insulting term, Tree Hugger? Not to me. But if anybody's listening. And, you know, write me an email and let me know if if tree hugger is, you know, a a non-political term. Like, I know midget nowadays is not politically correct. Yes.
0: Well, full disclosure, I'm a big fan of trees. I've gone on rants for many, many years in Dallas about how, can we just leave one patch of grass up? Does it have to, uh, the entire thing be coated with uh, concrete?
2: But I'm not a tree hugger. I'm the same way. I want to protect the environment much as possible i like to recycle i shut lights off at work when they're not in use
0: yeah but but you're not gonna like move into a, a redwood or something and not gonna, live in it for eight months i'm, I'm not gonna, gonna chain
2: myself to a tree if they threaten to threaten to um you know tear yeah. down this to build a library
0: the uh yeah was it uh, treehuggers.org i think uh one of the uh, pictures on their website is of a uh, lady who's literally embracing a tree it looks like it's a it's a loving embrace. There's nothing seedy about it. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she's giving it a big old kiss, which is cute. I will not be caught doing that. So I put this on
2: medium gain on the mic, and because right. the windows are open, the yeah, there's a little ambient noise going on. right Music's now. going on. I figured maybe this might work a little better. It's an experiment.
0: It's a sound experiment. You need to have this on, like, quadraphonic. It does have Google Phonic. I, that's, that's what I want, though. I want the Google Phonic. But
2: then you could hear on people the, in Kentucky. One or, speaker less than infinity. You can hear people in the, you know, in, the, in that building right there. It would be kind of confusing for people, so. Uh, you know what? I'm okay with that. Then again, people may not be able to hear a word we're saying. We'll find out. In a couple of days. When, just hey, look, edited. CD Warehouse. I thought all those stores went out of
0: business. Now there's a couple of them. There's a. Uh, oh is that. Oh, that's the mall? Yeah, yeah. That one's still That one's still open. Uh, now they're kind of aligned to the movie trading companies now. Are they so, really? Yeah. You see that building right there?
2: It says Macy's. Yeah. It used to be a long time ago. Uh, didn't Macy's recently buy Foley's? I think so. Well, Foley's, before it was Foley's, was a Sanger Harris. Oh, wow. My mom used to work at a Sanger Harris when I was a young lad. Huh. Over in uh, the Hurst, eulis Bedford area. No way. But I remember that uh, that building structure with the, the columns and the arches. Yeah. It was weird. It was a
0: flashback to my youth. That's Well, that's the exact same thing they've got down at uh, 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 Valley View. The exact same architecture on the front of that basis
2: or whatever it is. It was a Sanger Harris. Long time ago in a galaxy far,
0: far away. Wow. I've heard the name. I've never been in a Sanger Harris. A lot of Sears's, though. With furs. Oh, sweet. We enjoy a little cheap uh, trick. Wow. These people are not doing a good job of merging. Uh-huh shut this off and
1: we'll check in later all right come right. back soon Have
0: I wasted? Doing some work. all
2: right here's uh brad and bill outside of the richardson convention center we how's just
0: good? how's it going
2: eh spent a few uh spent a few uh a while how long has it been That's, uh. what time do we get here
0: uh it was uh before one 12 45 ish been here so. an hour and a half or so yeah and, uh, it's a
2: good hour and a half so far. We just saw some not so exclusive Wolverine footage.
0: Yeah, they're kind of positioned as like a nice big chunk of the movie nobody has seen before, but it turned out to be just uh, all those clips you're going to get on the uh, the extras in the DVD, it looks like. That and the TV spots. And yeah.
2: Maybe some of those TV spots haven't aired yet,
0: but. That Deadpool spot was cool. I like yeah. that. They, uh, they had um, uh, kind of uh, in depth uh, pieces on each of the ancillary characters. So we didn't get to see the Emma Frostin which is a drag. But, uh, you know, maybe they just haven't made that one yet.
2: I still can't figure out why some of these people aren't even in this movie, but whatever. Well, and,
0: and who the heck is... uh. What is Will I am doing in a movie to begin with? And Who's Will. what I. character am. does he play? He was the the John Wraith. Yeah, John Wraith. Okay. So the viewers, cowboy hat guy. Yeah, viewers, call in and let us know who the heck John Wraith is, because I don't know. I bet he's a made up character. I I hope so. I mean, I uh, I read the Claremont burn run, you know, back in the day, and uh, I've been out on X Men for a long time now. So if he's a character that has been around, well, I don't know about it.
2: You had a close encounter.
0: Yes, with I Gen- did with General Juma. General Juma. Yeah, and um, I'm, uh, my skin's itching a little bit. I'm afraid I've been infected with a bio-agent of some sort. Actually, I wanted to tell him he, uh, he starred in the uh, the greatest uh, episode of Andromeda ever. The, Tony, lo- the Lone and Level Sands. Talking about Tony Todd. Yes. The Candyman. Yes. Uh-huh. And lots of other good stuff. I mean, he's done Star Trek and, you know, I mean, the dude's are good. You know, he, uh, he, he's worth our time. But he walked right by me. He had a photographer with him. I didn't want to, you know, break him out of his reverie, so I just kind of let him go. I may have made him a horrible mistake, so I'd like to apologize to all the fans out there for that.
2: I'm sure you can, you know, make up for that in a little bit. Well, my pants are vibrating. Uh-oh. Oh, text message. Yay. Oh, oh yeah, see, that was Frank. Remember I sent him a text message that yeah. said, are you working or yeah. are you at Buffett? He's at Buffett.
0: Dang it, Frank.
2: Thanks for returning the, the text message so quickly.
0: Where's his priorities, man? The dude's parrot-heading right now. Well, you know, uh, so we're getting ready to head back
2: inside. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Agent Aaron Pierce, Glenn Morshauer. Yeah, it's going to be man. good. I got some uh, three-for-a-dollar books.
0: Yeah, I got a few myself, but uh, my big score was Bob and Doug McKenzie. That was, those are pretty awesome figures. Yeah, they've got a uh, load of accessories with them. We've got, the, uh, got the cooker. We got the back bacon. We got the beer. It's and, like uh, cases of beer and yeah. They said the uh, the Great White North backdrop. Uh, uh, when you put both of them together, uh, it makes the complete backdrop. I can't wait.
2: Of course, we're talking about Todd McFarlane, Bob, yes. and Doug
0: McKenzie action figures. That's a uh, that's a mark of excellence, isn't it? Having a McFarlane stamp on it.
2: As far as action figures go, yes.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm very glad it uh, the uh, the Bob. The Bob could have looked a little more Bobby, but uh, the Doug looked very Dougie. So, <laughs> very happy with that. <laughs> All right. We
2: will check in later.
0: How hour wasted?
2: All right. That was pretty awesome. So, what was, what was so awesome? Meeting tell Agent him. Aaron Pierce from 24, Glenmore <sighs> Shower.
0: That was awesome, wasn't it? And let me tell you. Really what,
2: nice guy. Really he, nice guy.
0: He was a stand-up guy. I was, uh, we, we got to talk to him for, what, five,
2: ten minutes there? I'd say at least 10 minutes just standing there talking, at least 10 minutes. I
0: mean, there was a couple times where I was willing to say, if we need to let you go, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, he um, he was uh, such a great guy. He didn't, for a second, look like he was wanting to, you know, bum rush us out of there.
2: No, he even said, this is so nice to be able to stand here and talk because yeah. there's no line. There were a couple of guys waiting, you know, behind us, but he just, and he saw them, but he was like, I'm just going to sit here and talk to these dudes. Yeah.
0: I didn't. I didn't even buy a picture from him, and he was still just a stand-up dude. Yeah. I guess I'm not sure I would have expected less, but uh, that was greatness.
2: And Bill took t- took a picture of me and Agent Pierce.
0: Yes, which we'll uh, post to the forums or some such. Uh, Should we take a picture with
2: Wonder Woman and Princess Leia?
0: <laughs> would my wife approve? I don't know. I think she would have to. It's harmless um,
2: cosplay. Me do... Uh, harmless cosplay. Take a yeah, picture on of, a mission. Uh, yeah, they're on a mission. Look at their their different skin tones. Yes. One of them is like never been in the sun ever, and the other one mm-hmm. uh, apparently goes to the tanning
0: booth. She loves the sun. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get a tan in April in I Dallas. Guess. I suppose. This has spent a lot of time outside. But, uh, but yeah, she um, the Princess Leia costume is um, it, it's a little bit loose in places, which can be kind of dangerous. Hey, she's constantly having to readjust it. I notice. At least. Uh,
2: and my brother's calling.
0: calling oh, okay. Hang on, dingle hang on. Look. All right. Put him on speaker. Now, watch this.
2: Hey, can't talk eating. <laughs> Isn't that what Homer does? Isn't that what Homer does? Can't talk eating. So um, I'm, uh,
0: you, I'm sorry, Frank's not here. No, I dude, the questions over there. Oh, I th- okay. It was that. Uh, it was that uh, that that lady of Asian um, uh, descent who was uh, standing next to us earlier. So I, I kept wondering. It's like is that Rorschach, her, right? Was she bandaged or something? Oh, you're right, Rorschach. Not the question. My bad. Yeah, I will bet there is uh, some kind of uh, ink blotty stuff. And the hat gives it away.
2: And the way but she yeah. makes it move is when she's wearing it, she goes like this.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like uh, like a dude uh, making the uh, making the tattoo of the uh, the dancer move, and he flexes his bicep. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's actually been a, uh, a near paucity of uh, people in costumes. I, I frankly would have expected a lot more. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, I I, I would not uh, think of showing up at this place in a costume with it unless I had a really good one, so... And I can understand uh, a lot of people not doing that. But... Um, yeah, so we've seen a Wonder Woman, uh, we've seen a Darth Vader. That was a pretty good. Costume. I didn't see Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, he was leading his kids around, which I thought was unstable because uh, neither one of them looked like uh, Luke or Leia. That's weird. Maybe yeah. he kidnapped them. He had his helmet off too. He was like a fifty-something, fifty-something uh, white dude. looked like he's a salesman or a businessman of some sort. So good for him. But it was a, it was a kick butt costume. I mean, it was really maybe the best costume I've seen uh, today uh, for whatever that's worth. Um,
2: the Princess Leigh one was pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, uh, I couldn't
2: get away with wearing it.
0: No, no. Um, she barely got away with wearing it, too. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't uh, stop at the door say, uh, Sorry, ma'am, you're so going to have th- to. There's impressionable kids inside. You're going to have to uh, take that somewhere else. You have to take that, take that down. Oh, to, uh, I understand Northwest what you
2: highway. mean by barely got away with wearing it.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I said she was having to make sure she was still in it uh, quite a few times. Right. So. Am I still wearing this thing? Good for us good for us we're very happy with ourselves there um yeah the rorschach interesting um they've got all she's got all the elements together it does Um, it's
2: not as effective when when she pulls the mask up
0: and you can see her face well and it looks like the mask is up unless she's actually taking pictures with somebody so you could easily walk by her i was standing right next to her uh one of the first comic bins we're looking at and i had no idea yeah, I just I just looked at her and said, "Oh, well, I'm you know, sorry, you've got a bandage on your forehead. Are you okay?" <laughs> and uh, she spoke back to me in a uh, relatively thick accent, but you know we were able to communicate, and uh, it was good.
2: Hey, here's a Klingon. Here comes a Klingon. Look, it's not a bad hey, costume. Uh,
0: should we tell him? Um, should we tell him about uh, Agent Pierce's uh, upcoming possible show, or did he say not to? Oh yeah. Well, we will say
2: that uh, that. Uh, like Bill said agent or Glenn Morshower we asked him if he was going to be on season 8 of, of 24 which he said did get renewed he says yep. he's not sure if agent Pierce will be back because they do year long contracts they don't do like two and three year long contracts
0: which is odd i always figured that you know the, the you see, you hear so often about the 7 year contract well, and maybe if you knew be-
2: on, that you, you know, that Agent Pierce had just signed a two-year contract, you know yeah. he's not
0: going to die this season. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess also, you know, they've certainly run through the seven. You know, if any of them did have a five or seven-year contract, they've certainly run through that. Right. Since the beginning of the series, so maybe they are all just, all just operating on one-year contracts from this point out. I you would know. imagine
2: Kiefer may be the only one without the one-year contract. That guy's wearing a well, Boba Fett hoodie. after
0: uh, after season five, which they originally thought was going to be the last season. They signed Kiefer to a three-year contract and released that information, which I thought was kind of unstable because now you know for a fact that Jack's going to live through seasons uh, six and seven at least. Okay. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. um, Yeah, they originally, I think, it was supposed to be a a five-season run, and um, they uh, um, got distracted. Um, they um, uh, They didn't sign him for just one more year or two more years. They signed him for three more years. Did you see the tattoo on her lower back? What, how, it was what the
2: was it? it was the Rebel Alliance <laughs> symbol. That's
0: fitting, quite, but yeah, it's quite appropriate. Yeah, I wonder if that's a uh, I wonder if that's permanent or temporary. I didn't temporary. mean to interrupt,
2: but I just thought that was cool.
0: I just uh, I wonder that, that surely it's got to be a permanent tattoo because you wouldn't put a temporary tattoo on your back and be Princess Leia, would you?
1: Because
0: I, I don't remember her having any tats. I certainly don't remember her having a stamp.
2: I don't know. So, oh, man. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the new series. Uh, you know he didn 't tell us not to say anything, of course he didn 't know that we do a podcast, which reminds me that halfway through our conversation with him, I thought why didn 't I get the zoom out?
0: Yeah, I was sitting there thinking this could be getting recorded but i didn't i don 't know if you know you know do you, know, you have such a nice conversation with a guy, and is the conversation different if he 's got a mic jammed up his nostrils? well
2: plus i't you know i didn 't want to have to stop him and say, "Hey, do you mind if I record the rest of our conversation and yeah. you know, that would have put a a damper on something that's you what know we now frank we here went, for if we went back and said hey yeah. can we just we do a show can we record a little bit with you
0: yeah you know that might be different but we
2: we're having such a nice time talking to him i didn't want to interrupt him
0: well and again this this is why frank needs to be here because if frank was here i guarantee you, we would have audio with that guy sure and we'd have pictures with uh, princess leia right now so yeah you know. that's true so frank thanks a lot dude thanks for nothing uh, that dude's at a that dude's being a parrot head right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. So
2: the, the new show uh, is called Washington Field.
0: Or Washington Fields, one of the two, but yes. Maybe
2: plural, maybe yeah. singular, not sure. Yeah. My um, guess is
0: if you start typing Washington Field into your TiVo, it'll figure it out.
2: Well, if the show gets picked up. Yeah. We okay. did a pilot with the guy who. John, Kasser, right, John, directed, Kassar, yeah, John Kassar, right? Who directed. Yeah, John Kassar. directed most of the episodes of 24.
0: Yeah, according to. Uh, according to Glenn. Yep. He said, uh, uh, Kassar has done uh, more episodes of 24 than any other director. So. And he said,
2: John Kassar quit 24 two months ago, which means he finished all of season seven, but he's not involved with season eight yes. of 24. So, but he, he said, if this show gets picked up, it would be a. Uh, he said, "I'm pretty sure he said it would be like a leading role for him yeah. on this new TV series. Yeah, it which sounds will be like, on ABC if it gets picked up.
0: It sounds like one of those that uh, may turn him into a famous person. Yeah, um, which he." Uh, he mentioned, and I thought this was uh, interesting, that he said that he's he's been blessed because he's been a working actor for the last 35 years, uh, from next generation and heck knows what else all the way up to today, um, but he's never had to worry about uh, being able to go to a mall, go to a movie, go to the grocery store. He said he gets stopped four or five times a day, maybe, if he's out in public, but it, it's never people who are you know stalkers. Uh, it's always nice people, well-wishers and whatnot. And he said that uh, basically the cougars, yeah, cougars. The the amount of um, interaction he gets with the people out there, it, 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 I got the impression that he really liked that, um, as opposed to uh, you know being and in his own words, you know, Kiefer can't do that kind of stuff. You know, Kiefer goes out to the mall and people are calling other people on their cell phones. Pretty soon, you've got an entourage behind him, you know, throngs and hordes, if you will. Hey, the guy from Lost Boys is here. Nice, that's great. I remember you from Flatliners. You were great. <laughs> So yeah, man, that was great, man. We got to talk to we got to talk to Aaron Pierce for about
2: ten minutes, boys and girls. You know, it'd be funny as if Pierce and General Juma got in a fight.
0: Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, Tony it's, Todd's here. It's kind of interesting that uh, that we haven't seen any uh, dirty looks between the two of them. I know. I mean, I think uh, you know, you know, Agent Pierce of all people would not uh, be down with uh, having General Juma right there in the same building.
2: This guy. Glenn Morshauer, he's probably, literally one of the nicest people I've ever met. I mean, he genu- okay. genuinely seemed sincere with everything he was saying, and yeah. he was very pleasant. And he and, just you know, seemed
0: happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, he he, descri- he he described himself as blessed more than once. Yeah. He, and yeah. I can certainly understand why. He said the B word more than once. Yeah, <laughs> Blessed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm officially hungry, and, yeah. you know, this is a... We may need to do oh, the Glenn... Maybe go get us a Glenn Moore shower. Some water burger? Oh baby. Yeah. He he was happy to to be back in Texas. He said he grew up in Dallas. He loved his Whataburger. I could go for a bacon cheeseburger right now.
0: Whataburger's good. I think we should do that. Okay. I've got a dollar bill here that okay. I've got a credit card that says I'm ready for Whataburger.
2: <laughs> yeah, my stomach says I'm ready too. Um well, I wanted to mention the uh, the quote unquote exclusive Wolverine footage that we were treated to okay <laughs> which basically turned out to be a couple of unaired TV spots I think
0: okay now coming from someone who's a relative veteran of um, of coming to conventions like this uh, did that surprise you did, did you think actually sensed out or were you expecting that
2: no I actually was surprised that okay. they they called it exclusive footage and yeah. and it wasn't a clip from the movie it was just unaired TV spots yeah to me that was like really cheesy
0: because they said very clearly that there was going to be you know footage that nobody has seen yet and it must have been
2: those simple
0: I guess it must have been
2: those simple like character spots
0: you know so what it's going to be is it's just you know it's basically all the the stuff that's going to be the extras on disc 2 Yeah, that's what it was. TV spots, but no, we didn't get to see a uh, we didn't get to see a ten minute chunk of it or anything like that. What a drag! You know, though,
2: if you take all those pieces from all those trailers and TV spots that we just saw, and edited them together, we we may have seen three fourths of the movie.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm wondering if we've seen all the good parts. And and, uh, yeah, like the uh, the shot of him launching. Look, I'm sorry to interrupt.
2: See that lady's red shirt right there? Okay. In the Star Trek font across her chest it says Expendable. (laughs) The red shirt. Red shirt ensign, expendable. That's funny.
0: That gets a golf clap from uh, from this kid here. That is good. So yeah,
2: yeah, we, yeah I'm, like you were saying, I'm, I'm sure we've seen all the good parts. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I, someone was saying, was it one of the dudes who said that uh, he saw a test screen or something? Maybe I'm just pulling this out of the air. But I swear I heard someone... Uh, Maybe it was one of our email back and forths. Yeah, I'll tell
2: you what that is off the air.
0: Okay, cool. Well, in that case, I won't mention it on the air. How about that? (laughs) Keep that to yourself. All right, so that um, stuff gets uh, people fired from Fox, so uh, we're just a podcast. We can't handle that kind of heat.
2: I don't even know what you're talking about. What? Hey, there's Kristen Donaldson. He's a local Do boy, and he does uh, The okay. Guy in the Black Shirt. Yeah. He does. Uh, he's the artist on DMZ with Brian Wood. Okay. And he's done several other things. Uh, he's a nice guy. He drew me a Mary Jane sketch last year at Cape. That's
0: cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next, uh, is there going to be a major, I guess, is this is pretty much what we got these days. Now, well, Wizard this
2: gone. this in the Dallas Convention Center. Oh, uh, that's right. The, there there uh, is Dallas, an actual Comic Con. Dallas Comic Con. Okay. Yeah, it's the same people that do this and that do Star Wars Fan Days, which okay. has been pretty cool. Yeah, they're in the bigger convention center down in Plano.
0: Ah,
2: um, but okay. Another thing I was going to mention when the dude was talking to us about our special Wolverine footage that we were going to see. Okay, he did say something about. How they were happy to do this, and they've got a lot of good things coming to Dallas. And so maybe they know that now that Wizard's gone, people in this area are hungry for a show, you know. And well,
0: there's there's a heck of a niche to fill there.
2: This is a two day show. The um, first day was ten dollar admission. Tomorrow on Sunday is a five dollar admission. Okay. You know, it's it's like it's like squat to get in here, you know.
0: Yeah. What was Wizard World?
2: Wizard World was. I bought a three-day pass for forty dollars.
0: I just about did a spit take.
2: I know, and you know, you could buy individual day passes, and I can't remember exactly. There might have been like twenty for a, a one-day pass. Okay, you know, or uh, maybe it was forty-five for a three-day pass. I don't recall right off the House, top of my head, but
0: that's that's rich, man. Yeah, I say ten bucks to get in here was uh, not a rip-off. No, not at all. I, I wish there'd been more long boxes, but um, hey, you know. You never get everything you want. See so, this uh, woman walking up? Mm-hmm.
2: There goes Glenn. Good to see you, Glenn. Um,
0: didn't, realize I was, yeah. didn't realize I was our man. See this
2: woman right here? She's like bored stiff. She's like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> I wonder if we should try to catch Glenn on the way out.
0: That's and, why I should. That's why I would never, ever. Yeah, I mean, what the hell. We'll just we'll keep rambling here. We can edit all this stuff out. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't want to shove a mic in his face. We, yeah. we just happened to be posted near the men's room. Okay. And he walked in.
0: And, and he, actually, his, he actually his, gave us a smile like he, he recognized us or something. He did, like, hey, fellas. That was really sweet of him. He didn't have you to do what? that.
2: Perhaps, since we've already had our time with him, maybe we should just not say, can you comment? And just hope, hopefully he'll look at us and go, what are you all doing with that microphone?
0: Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. What's would That's, be. Uh, Maybe this I'm is, wearing uh, my
2: Half Hour Wasted T-shirt.
0: Yet another sound experiment. We need to
2: give you I'm, a Half Hour Wasted I'm a, T-shirt. You
0: know, I need to buy one. Well, I guess it's not like you guys would make any money off it. No, we're not but, making um, any money. Uh, but, yeah, one of these days um, when uh, freelance checks roll in, I need to get my Mercury in the Murd uh, Volumes 1 and uh, 2. I need to go get that stuff off of uh, Heroes Corner. Was that it? Heroes Corner and DCBS. Okay. I'm going to get it from Heroes Corner, though, probably, because uh, that they had thumbnails of the covers on that, so I'd like to... I'd like to give that uh, some love. DCBS, totally awesome too. Like I could go wrong with that, right? But you know, let's keep all of them in business. You know. Yep, I Um, agree. Yeah, hopefully it's. That's my theory that hopefully there's room enough for you know more than one of anything. You know. Um, So yeah. Okay, I don't get that. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're
2: coming to get you, Barbara. That's a quote from that movie, *Night of the Living Dead*.
0: Oh, okay. They're coming okay. to get you, Bob. Yeah, I, that explains why I don't recognize that quote. Have you not seen
2: that? The original
0: Black and White Night of the Living Dead? You know, I've seen it, but it's been years and years, and I certainly yeah. don't have it uh, memorized. Um, speaking of memorized, uh, Glenn was uh, telling us that um, he went out to a, uh, uh, he was at a, uh, uh, a gaming facility in uh, Lake Tahoe. Uh, what did he say, what, six months ago, a year ago, something like that? I can't like remember that? when it was, uh, when it happened. But he said he steps up to the table. Um, he's, he's not in uniform or anything like that. The, um, the dealer recognizes him and starts, uh, spouting word for word his lines from the one Star Trek next generation episode he was in, <laughs> which we think was, uh, possibly second season, season one or two. Yeah. The, it you was could tell
2: from the uniforms.
0: Yeah. There was the, uh, um, it was the, uh, the zipper down the front, uh, V neck, uh, look onesie. Yeah. The onesie. Yeah. So, uh, um, so that definitely dates it. I'm thinking, um,
2: Plus, he had more hair than he does now.
0: Yeah, well, it was amazing. Then again,
2: so did you and I.
0: It was amazing, yeah, no doubt. Eighty-seven. I had a good head of hair, baby. Well, yep. uh, but it was amazing how different he looked. Yeah. I mean, now I guess eighty. So it was eighty-eight. So it was uh, wow, just twenty years ago. Yeah, that's twenty years. So you know, I was, So he was thirty back. Everybody then. ages twenty yeah. years. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna look a lot better as a thirty year old than I than I will as a forty 40- or fifty year old. I'm just guessing.
2: Can you stand over there because the sun coming through the skylights, gleaming off your
0: your pate? Yeah, I'm kidding. I need to start using powder. I'm or kidding. I mean, uh, dulling spray. I'm not a working actor, so I don't keep that kind of stuff around. Which Could is use a wow. Shame. I've
2: got hair. Yeah, remember that brown spray stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, anything I interrupted by, your story. Anything by Ron Popeil is good for me. No, basically, just to say that um, he had, sat down at a gaming table. That Glenn's got Glenn's got fans and. Um, You know, he deserves them, but uh, what an odd place to uh, get one from. This uh, this dealer uh, tells Glenn that um, he is his biggest fan. Well, what does
2: he do first? Remember what he does first? What the dealer does first? He starts reciting all of Glenn's lines from that particular episode.
0: Yeah. And then tells him that he's, like, his biggest fan in, like, the western United States. Which I... That kind of led me to another question, which I didn't really get to. Because, um... So, who's the biggest fan of the Eastern United States then? I don't know. Or how do you know you're the biggest fan of the Western United States? Was he United Glenn's States? biggest
2: fan or was he? I think he said he was Star Maybe Trek's biggest fan. just a Star Trek fan? fan? Okay. There's yeah. well, the lady with the expendable shirts. There's That's nothing awesome. wrong with
0: that either. Um, but my guess is that um, you've got a lot of competition with, uh, with Star Trek fans. Oh, out yeah. There. Now, a, uh, now, an Agent Pierce fan, you, you might be able to get away with that,
2: you know. But uh, the biggest Agent Pierce fan there ever was. Yeah.
0: Or yeah. just the, the biggest uh, Glenn fan that there is in the western United States. I could dig that, too. thought that'd be a little weird from a guy. Not that there's a problem with that.
2: No. Uh, when I grow up, I want to be Agent Pierce. Dude, wouldn't that be great? a no-nonsense guy. Doesn't take any crap.
0: Well, and he was able to deal with uh, that the crazy loon bird that uh, Jean Smart two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was a woohoo And... Man, somehow he kept her reined in, kept her from getting taken out. So, uh, you know he's doing the job right.
2: Ms. Logan. Oh, and that that Southern accent <laughs> is not it's not genuine. Although he sounds he grew up in Texas, so I mean he doesn't sound like that. But no, in person he right. sounds like you you and me.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's basically accentless, which is good. You want to have I'm guessing a blank palette from which to work uh, if you're an actor doing voices and. He says he's like got a,
2: a big part in Transformers 2 coming up a much more major role than he had he had a little cameo in the first one delicious but his part's a lot bigger in the second movie coming up
0: I wish I remembered him in the first movie Um, I've seen the movie uh, a couple times I guess thanks to the miracle of HBO
2: I've seen it thrice but I can't remember the the part like you said it was real quick it was in that military facility I think where they had captured Megatron or where they had had him frozen or something oh okay he was uh, no 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 no, is no. he one of the joint no, chief types he, no he was one of the military guys at the very beginning of the movie when, when that when that um, bad what's the bad uh, the, transformer the
1: Decepticon when the Decepticon
2: came in I, and he was talking it was the helicopter remember he was talking to the helicopter
0: okay you identify
2: yourself or you will be fired upon I'm
0: okay it was getting, that guy we're getting closer to me remembering it was that, that guy yeah that's cool
2: yeah it was that guy
0: that's very, very cool. So he says
2: his part's bigger, which is good. That's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, he, he deserves it. But I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the idea of seeing him in his next uh, television project with John Cassar. I think it's awesome.
2: That'll be cool. That'll be cool. My mom was jealous when I told her I was going to meet Agent Pierce. So I'm yeah, sure. Exactly. And tell I have... him, tell him he's my favorite character next to Jack. <laughs> hey,
0: mom, your son scored. He did good. So, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> so the Blade Runner lady, what's her name? Joanna Cassidy? Yes. She's walking around like she's lost or something. And she's, it could be a Bluetooth. It's like her finger stuck in her ear.
0: It could be a Bluetooth. You never know. Uh, I don't
2: remember her from Blade Runner.
0: She was the uh, snake dancer.
2: Like I said, I've seen Blade Runner twice and it's been forever a wow. forever okay. since since I saw so I've
0: it. I've seen Blade Runner a billion times, but like you, it's probably been at least 15, 20 years. Now, yeah, okay, maybe fifteen years since I've Which seen it. Which version
2: did you see? Did you see the one with or without uh no, the one with voiceover? The, happy, the
0: one with the happy ending and the voiceover. stuff, origami. I've, never, I've still yes, I've still never seen the uh, director's cut or any of any of the multiple dishes that have come out in the last day. You mean you
2: didn't buy the briefcase? No. The briefcase version?
0: correct i did not no i don't own a copy of blade runner um i actually um you know that's one of those that i would be interested in now, i've got a blu-ray player you know you start looking at the movie store and you go man i wish i had that on blu-ray and i wish i had that on blu-ray and i wish i had that on blu-ray but then you think to yourself well i'm not made of money i've already got a copy of this on dvd how you know how sad do i want to actually be you know? You know, am I actually going to go and start, you know, I'm going to start rebuying, you know, the Star Trek movies or the Star Wars movies or something? Well,
2: I'll, I'll rebuy the Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah. Those haven't come out yet, have they? No,
2: not on Blu-ray.
0: Wow. Um, is that amazing? What's, what's he waiting for? Is he, is he getting ready another special edition uh, ready for uh, the sure Blu-ray release?
2: I think he's working on the 3D
0: versions first or is something. Is he finally going to fix all those things he didn't like about uh, the special editions first time around?
2: I thought he did that when he put them on DVD.
0: Well, but I'm sure he can find more to fix. I mean, Probably. he's pretty much said that, uh, as far as he's concerned, he's never going to stop tinkering with them. He so, better
2: remove Hayden Christensen from the end of Jedi. That's all I have to say.
0: It, how, it'd be nice if he could like CG out um, Hayden Christensen from the entire trilogy, and maybe he could CG out the entire prequels. We may have talked about this, but um, I still, I still consider shedding a tear every time I think that Ryan Philippe could have been that role. But instead, they gave it to one of the more wooden actors this country has ever produced, Hayden Christensen. Is it his
2: fault though, or is it George's? Well, you know, here it we makes go. You wonder. This is the, the tangent. Hey,
0: thanks again.
2: This is the tangent. Yeah, he just he just walked out. Nice, nice guy. Um, this is the uh, you know the tangent of uh, our show. How we just start talking? Now we're back in Star Wars. I don't know how this happened, but anyway.
0: just Pierce just patted me on the shoulder as he walked by and gave us a thumbs up.
2: That's awesome. That's, That's a okay. good
0: man. Right around the corner. He just sat down? Yep. Yeah, he's the the red-haired
2: guy over there in the corner. That's him. He was he just walked out of the restroom. Oh, yeah. I've
0: been standing over there for hours. Oh man.
2: <laughs> he has been talking to Tony Todd. He's not he's not talking to anybody. I wonder if we should go back and I don't want to bug him. He's a nice guy, but I don't want to force him to if it, you know, like I said yeah. earlier, he he well, saw us standing here with this thing. So I,
0: I think we had a we had a literal moment with him. Oh sure. And, and I'd hate for it to become artificial and forced. I know, agree. At this point, I agree. So we're just we're just very sorry that we didn't lay that uh, the Zoom down the table uh, at the start of it. But but again, you never know. I mean, it you know the conversation might not have been uh, that uh, organic and free. He might not have natural.
2: given us you know the little bit of information that he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah the stuff it's, we um, can't tell the listeners
2: that we've already mentioned <laughs> that we've already mentioned oh, okay he didn't say not to tell anybody though yeah um but it's frank's fault that we don't have an interview with him
0: yeah so frank it, it really is yeah. his fault so frank roll it up and you now put it in your pipe dude we needed you man because let's face it the show would just brad and me it's not really half hour wasted now it's like half wasted
1: yeah. Or maybe um, hour
0: wasted. But it's not half hour wasted.
2: It's uh, a whole different show altogether. You know, it's it's not the same without the occasional. <laughs> I okay. listened to that last episode and yeah. uh, every time at near the end when Frank does that you were talking about um uh you were talking about that political guy and Alec Baldwin yelling, calling each other names yeah. and Frank goes, bah! <laughs> Every time I hear that, it scares me.
0: Wow. Um, someone, uh, uh, was it uh, Russell or one of the dudes who uh, timestamped that at uh, 55 minutes and 23 seconds? Actually, in? it was
2: Mike Schwartz. Okay. Mike Schwartz. He, Excellent. He, uh, did because he, he didn't want to, he didn't want anybody else to wet their <laughs> pants.
0: Well, I, I keep mentioning that, uh, you know, I realized that, you know, Money doesn't grow on trees, but we gotta buy a compressor for Frank. Yeah,
2: or or I could just turn his mic down.
0: Eh, not a bad idea either. He's
2: um, what's the word? What's the term I'm looking for? He's with his with his voice. He's um,
0: he's very dynamic.
2: Yeah, it's the word I was looking for. Is dynamic the range? His range is very impressive. His range is that of an opera singer.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently he doesn't realize that we're recording this. And because when you're recording it, you kind of want to keep your voice on a fairly even, you know, playing field so the mic, you know, setting can be kind of there in the sweet spot.
2: You know, he... Um,
0: when you get real soft, get
2: real loud. He does... Get right uh, off. He does back off every once in a while, especially when he realizes he just... Ah! Right in the, you know, right in the mic. Yeah. He cracks one off breaks people's ears you and i both jumped at the same time that happened
0: that was pretty amazing yeah and we're used to frank doing that to us and still you know so that's, that's saying quite a bit you know when frank can make us jump
2: hey is that guy is that is that guy from skid row the guy that just walked out of the restroom
0: <laughs> <laughs> looks uh, like would, he is. i would say yes but there's no bandana
2: oh that's true that's true he
0: kind of kind of looks like a uh, skinny rob zombie from the back I didn't get to see him from the front. But uh, he's got the uh, he's got the rocker here, so that's good. Or he could be a Klingon. Yeah. So I didn't he, see him from the front. He does have Klingon hair. You, you know, he just turned around, I think. I could be wrong about this, but I think. He has sunglasses. I think it's Ted Nugent.
2: It might be. We should we get an autograph His brother, Jed. Yeah. Jed Nugent.
0: <laughs> You're telling, hey, dude, I vote Republican. Pretty awesome, huh?
2: Um... I think I'm hungry enough to stop talking now, so.
0: All right. Well, it was nice.
2: If I had the time, I'd come back tomorrow just to, heck, just to talk to him tomorrow. And. I know. Oh, we need to mention that uh, the guy that played.
0: Colonel Saul Ty, Michael Hogan.
2: His plane was delayed. And so he's not going to be here on Saturday. He'll be here tomorrow. But Bill won't be here tomorrow. I'm going
0: to be the Ranger game.
2: And chances are I won't be here tomorrow because I actually have work work I have to do.
0: Good for you. Good for you.
2: So that's like too that. bad. I was going to pick Jim up a, uh, a picture.
0: Well, I, uh, the, the two people I wanted to meet um, were um, Agent Aaron Pierce and Colonel Saul Ty. I, I really, really, really wanted to meet uh, Colonel Ty too. And one of these days, when you watch a Battlestar Galactic episode, you'll see what I mean. Okay, I yeah. will. I promise yeah. you I'll watch him. I actually had a couple questions for him that I wanted answers to. Like, what the heck did the last episode mean? <laughs> you know, little things like that. <laughs> so just uh, oh well, just yeah.
2: Google it. Maybe next time. I'm sure there's some nerd site. No, I mean, fan site out there that a, that has a whole explanation.
0: There's got to be some television without pity like site out um, there. That, no uh, annotations
2: of the of that last episode. Probably.
0: Yeah. It's actually just the last scene of the last episode that I'm desperate to uh, to to get. So. Guess how
2: long we've been talking?
0: 87 minutes. 30
2: minutes. It's literally has been a half Are hour. Are you wasted. serious?
0: Yeah. Wow, yeah we've been okay. That, well, that's
2: j- only this last. You know, time we've been recording. So, so
0: um, we've actually got a full episode. So please appreciate uh, this is officially episode one eighteen. Then
2: now we already recorded one eighteen.
0: I'm sorry, one uh, nineteen. Make I'm not sure. I'm not
2: sure what it'll be. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, save it. I don't know. What do you think that guy's Klingon name is?
1: Um.
0: Dork. What's, uh, what's I for, mean, what's on What's Klingon for bad hairpiece?
2: Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Something like that.
0: <laughs> Alright,
2: we'll close All right. off and... Uh, Signing off. We'll, music,
0: uh, music under...
2: I don't know if we'll put this in the middle of another show, or All right. maybe we'll introduce... Hey, uh, This is what we'll do. We'll close out Two the sprouts. show here, and then we'll just record an opening for it next time. Uh, where, with all our good equipment Alright Or Or We could go back in time We could turn the donkey wheel Go back in time And record the open for this show Okay Although we kind of had already op- Recorded enough But we didn't say Hey welcome to Half Hour Wasted This is episode whatever
1: Yeah
0: You know what They'll, they'll get it They'll get it We uh, If we roll the uh, We roll the Limp biscuit, They'll figure it out They're smart so maybe we should just make an entire episode
2: out of this. That probably uh,
0: fanboys, uh, fanboys and fangirls are typically uh, fairly more intelligent than your average bear.
2: I know. Well, sometimes I just to
0: butter you all up because you listen to us. Sometimes I like
2: to uh, provide much more detail than is necessary. You know, well, actually, we're both kind of like I've that. I've done that
0: myself.
1: We're both like that.
2: We're both guilty for that.
1: I'm a big fan of
0: context. I am too. My context wife... is important. Yeah, my wife understands this. She doesn't like it, but she gets it.
2: Context is important. And uh, but you know sometimes it can get in the way.
0: I can't believe I couldn't meet Saul tie. Bummer. That's too bad. Oh well. Well, hope his plane got in safely. Obviously it was it was a rainy, nasty day out there, kind of. So you know it, it takes a uh, you know it takes a light mist and a couple of clouds in the air to start uh, stalling traffic at DFW. So but look, no The sun's
2: out right now, bright and sunny and.
0: Glad I brought my sunglasses, baby. Hey
2: hey, who's that? My Is that? My wife's a voice calling. Now? professor's calling yeah, the
0: professor. all right professor all right well we'll we sign you off
2: all. catch us next time on a half hour wisdom.
0: what's up professor did and a big kid.